0: Okay, before we jump into another episode of RHO D&D, we wanted to take a quick moment to shout out our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash housewives of d we're an entirely independently run show, and we quite literally couldn't do it without your support, so thank you for joining our Patreon and helping us continue to make new episodes of RHO d d If you haven't checked it out yet, head on over to patreon.com slash housewives of for access to our player character sheets, DM notes and confessionals, video versions of our episodes, our full-length behind-the-scenes podcast released every other Monday on our off weeks, live events, merch drops, the chance to name an NPC, and so much more. Patreon.com slash Housewives of d
6: RHO D&D is
7: a sexy, terrifying, savage podcast for mature audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode notes, along with links to all of our maps, transcripts, and ancillary content. Welcome to
8: Real Housewives of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Valen Shore, one of your drama masters.
9: I'm Alison Zada, your other drama master. Why don't we go around and introduce our characters, starting with Riley. Hi, I'm Riley Rose Critchlow. I play Cassandra
0: Kasternak. She is best known for running a luxury women's empowerment company that is probably a cult. Uh, She (laughs) is currently wearing a deep purple dress and a royal purple sneaky cloak and purple boots of striding and springing. Um, mm. So looking very elegant. She mm-hmm. has a long Palomino extensions and mm. she's got this stupid fucking ring on her hand that makes <laughs> it so that she can't call her friends. So that's
6: some bullshit. <laughs> Truly. Liz Ho. Hi, I'm Liz Ho. I played Dr. Christina Yang. Dr. Christina Yang from Grey's Anatomy was based on me. You may know her from her famous pimple popping TikToks. Currently, she is wearing a long white jumpsuit that had been recently laundered. However, it's (laughs) continuing to get dirty, and now the ankles are burned because I got on fire. (laughs) Liz Jenkins. Hi, I'm Liz Jenkins, and I play Cece, and
4: she is essentially a a star. Always has been, always will be. (laughs) She's most famous for starring in a sitcom when she was a child, and she just rode that wave into adulthood. She lost her clothing when she was kidnapped, and so she's currently wearing a gift hand-me-down outfit that is, like, essentially a white woman's version of what someone would wear in Africa, like a safari... Like a safari blouse and, like, khakis with, like, cargo pockets. It's yes. absolutely ridiculous. And someone was yes. like, I think you'll like this.
7: Amazing. <laughs> Nicole Wyland. <laughs> My name is Nicole Wyland, and I play Anya Amovich. She is an old country, Eastern European mystery. And currently she has long, luxurious, and always, actually, long, luxurious red hair. And she's wearing her armor of cold resistance. And I know you've all been wondering, like, what's under that outfit? <laughs> (laughs) Well, it's a long, sensual, belted tunic, most likely linen, I think, with like matching pants. So airy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. She also has her cameo that's always on her chest of her grandmother. She has that stupid fucking ring on that Cass has as well. And there's a tiny little half elf child tucked in her ample bosom. Oh, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Cass is also wearing a baby Bjorn that is holding a small (laughs) wolf puppy who (laughs) is wearing a matching purple dress and purple collar. Fantastic. We're going to now play our little game,
8: Confessional. Today, our question is, what sponsorship deal would you or your character be most likely to land? Oh, starting with... Allison. The best thing I could
9: think about was Burt's Bees. Yeah, I have some right here. Lip balm, baby. That's it. That's all I have. Lip balm. I think you nailed it.
0: Riley, I'm probably very unlikely to actually land a sponsorship deal because I don't buy things really or care about buying things really. (laughs) I'm not a great choice for a sponsor. But seventh grade, Riley, had a pretty good shot at landing a sponsorship deal from the little-known movie, Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. Go on. Um, yeah, it's just this little indie film. You guys probably haven't heard of it. I was, like, mm-hmm. very into sort of, like, counterculture stuff. Um, but I did, in seventh grade, I had a—I'm from Maine. Everybody had L.L. Bean backpacks, uh, and you could get your initials, like, monogrammed yeah. on the backpack or your name or whatever. Fancy. But I decided it would be really cool instead to get the words, oh, behave, monogrammed on my backpack backpack no. so i walked around with that backpack all year and what would have been nice is if i could have gotten some of that sweet austin powers money mm-hmm. for that yes. gesture
8: maybe it's not too late
0: maybe it's not too late
6: <laughs> fantastic <laughs> yeah liz ho um i do have brand sponsorships actually i don't my dogs did they're little doggy influencers you can follow them at hanging with mr coops We've done food, we've done treats, we've done leashes and collars. Wow. Um, And if you want to send us anything, we will whore it out. My (laughs) dogs will (laughs) whore it out. Nice. Nicole? I feel
7: like for me, the most likely brand deal would be some sort of hair product. Um, But I feel like for... Anya, if she was going to have a brand sponsorship, it would be for like Spooky Wind Chimes or <laughs> Oh, like, that famous brand, Spooky Wind Chimes. Yeah, Spooky <laughs> Wind Chimes. 100%. 100%. Or like tea. Like some sort of like yeah. Eastern European very specific like anise fucking flavored yeah. nasty ass tea. Oh, gross tea, for sure. Yeah, gross yeah. tea. Yeah. Spooky
0: Wind Chimes and gross tea. That's Anya's brand. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Valen? Um adobe acrobat pro <laughs> i will vouch for this Valen has sent me several excited texts about pdfs and the magic of pdfs all right
9: last week on rho D&D, vultures carried you away from the mansion but kiki's escape was cut short when her vulture was hit by lightning Oof. sending her tumbling into the forest below Catch you later, Kiki. (laughs) Dr. C went wee 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 all over that forest and got into her first fight with Christian the vulture when he and his feathered friends brought you all to a creepy tomb and only offered a cryptic explanation as to why. Clearly suffering from some sort of residual trauma, Cass immediately kicked things off in the tomb by jumping into a stone coffin where she leaned into her colonialist side and stole an artifact from a skeleton, inadvertently triggering a vicious battle. Meanwhile, hang gliding and double dutch skills came in handy for Cece, but even they couldn't keep her from getting her ribs and her ego bruised by an attack from a scullery-made skeleton before taking refuge in a room filled with mysterious paintings. Ooh. And Anya's ancestors were still playing hard to get. But her entangle spell and guiding bolt were working just fine. And she was the one to finish off the last skeleton with a final bone explosion. What's the deal with the paintings of these green gemstones? What's the ceremony Christian the Vulture told Dr. C about? And will Cass ever tell the rest of the housewives what happened to Kiki? Find out this week on RHO d and just to remind everyone where they are, Cass has just opened the bone door and kept the key, I believe. Dr. C, I think you're still lying on the floor, having recently wormed your way towards that hallway where Cass disappeared right. to. Oh, and yep. also, as a reminder, that oxy you took is making you feel pretty good right now. And you still do have one inspiration die from Cass, but you'll have to use that in the next, like, seven to eight minutes or so if you want to use it at all. Um, Anya, I believe you're still standing in the center of the room. Room covered in bone fragments, yeah, and that um, yeah. that tiny throwing knife is still sticking out of the back of your shoulder. Oh Jesus! And <laughs> Cece is over in the museum admiring those paintings, but too afraid to go near them. Mm, mm. Yeah. So you have defeated the skeletons, mm. and the floor of the tomb is littered with tiny bone fragments that are vibrating slowly along the ground, working to reform themselves. But it will take them some time, so you're not in any immediate danger. And just as a reminder, mixed in with those bone fragments and the tattered remains of the skeleton's clothing are um, some weapons that some of you may have lost in the fight, as well as some weapons that the skeletons may have lost. Do with that what you will. Okay. So Anya looks down at Dr.
7: C and says, Dr. C, there's a tiny knife in my back. Can you
6: help me with tiny knife? And Dr. C (laughs) turns to Anya, worms back to her. You can get up. Look, here's the thing. I'm on Oxy and it feels good. And I turn to Anya and I go, well, good thing the doctor's in... Nice. Oh no. Uh,
7: doctor C, I am I am very concerned with the amount of confidence with which you said that. Is
6: is the doctor in? And she just takes the knife out of your bag. Oh you'll be fine and kind of like pats her butt a little bit, like promiscuously. And then reaches into her medical bag and takes out numbing cream and Ooh. topical steroids why not and be like this'll do it oh I should have probably done the numbing cream first mm.
7: <laughs> okay thank you Dr. C and then Anya reaches and takes the tiny knife from her and also bends down and grabs her hand axe okay okay and she goes "Cass, Cici, where are you I'm in here.
0: (laughs) Her voice echoes
8: out of the hallway, and even Cece can hear it in the gallery all the way across.
7: All right, I feel like I I start to head toward where Cass is because I don't I see these bones still vibrating. I don't want to be here anymore.
4: Uh, really quickly, S- <laughs> Cece wanted to call out also and say,
7: "Is it over yet?" Uh, yes, Cece, it is over. It would be so nice if you would join us in the main room where the horrifying battle went. Cece,
8: as you're looking straight ahead at that painting, that seemed something was off about it. Would you like to roll an investigation check? Yes. Is that the twenty? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: Ooh, that's loud. Hell yeah, nine. Take that.
8: I mean, you've had very nice homes in your life with lots of art on the walls, and you know when a frame is, like, securely attached to the wall or not, and it Mm. seems like this one's a little different than the others. Right. And it's not aesthetically
4: pleasing. Ooh,
8: it's (laughs) ugly. Can
4: I go up to it to fix it? Yeah. Cece goes up to the painting and is like... This is just not my vibe. <laughs> she adjusts the painting.
9: As CC touches the painting, you realize that there's actually, like, you can pull it away from the wall a bit. And when you do, there's a little hollow behind it. And inside of that hollow, there's a little potion sitting on a shelf. And it's a potion of healing.
4: Oh, uh, yeah, Cece's so smart. <laughs> CC says,
9: ooh, that looks like a little wine or
4: something. <laughs> and she moves the painting over. And she immediately takes a swig.
9: Oh dang. So a whole potion of healing greater would give you 4d4 plus 4 HP back. So if you just take a little bit, I feel like maybe it gives you 1d4 plus 1. It's like a quarter of the potion. Mm-hmm. So you can roll the d4 and add 1. I
4: think she's going to do that. <laughs> she's going to do
9: that. Let me roll the d4. <laughs> Ooh, a 3. Ooh. A so that is 4 total HP back. Okay. So yeah, you take that little sip. Oh yeah. I and it just that. kind of fizzes down your esophagus and as you as you swallow it, you feel your ribs, they stop aching as much. And you're breathing better. You really feel like you can use your diaphragm more. um, You're feeling pretty good. Hell yeah. And
4: then she puts the rest
9: in her bra with everything
4: else. Great. Can I like also head back? Yes. Definitely. Okay, I want to head back to the main.
6: Um, Dr. C would like to grab as many weapons as possible. She sees Cass's sword and she's like, oh, well, I guess it's mine. Finders keepers. Okay. (laughs) And the flail and being like, I'm going to honor this strong warrior and take it with me. Did she take the broom, too? Oh, absolutely. Okay.
8: <laughs> Great. The armor is very heavy if you were to take that, but it's kind of beautiful looking. Can I wear it? Yeah.
6: Dr. C was like, this looks cool, and just puts it on. Okay. And Dr. Christina, you can add plus four to your AC for the armor. And then Dr. C just rushes out to Anya and like, oops, her boobs to her armored boobs. Peep.
7: Is anyone coming over here or did you just want to know where I am? (laughs) Yes, we are coming. Here we come. Oh, Cece, welcome back into main room. Finally. I, I've discovered a door. Oh, great. Okay, here we go. Come on, ladies, we go together. Come on, come on. Here we go. We go to door. Oh, it's made of bones. Ooh. Yes. Um.
0: I whatever is beyond this door. Um. I is mine. I'm just. I would like to. I've discovered this new land, and this is how it works. Um, well, I think if that's the
4: case. Cass should go in first. She should open it and go through first. Yeah, go on head, Cass. Go on through. Cass just goes. Fuck
0: these bitches.
9: She's off. So (laughs) so just to remind you, through that door, directly in front of you is an earthen wall, and at your feet leading down is a tunnel made of dirt and stone, and it's very steep like a water slide. (laughs) So are you just gonna, like, slide on down? Yeah, absolutely. No. Cass (laughs) is sick of this shit
0: that they're giving her, so she's gonna very confidently, like, be like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Absolutely. I don't need your help. And just, like, go down the tunnel.
8: Yes, and as she saying help you can hear her just the Hi. Hi. <laughs>
9: <laughs> as she disappears from view. As you slide down that tunnel, mud gathers on your skin and clothes as you, like, go slipping, slipping down. It's very wet and damp and, and mucky, but you're, you're moving pretty fast because it's pretty steep. And at the end, you shoot out and you land directly on top of a large, steep pile of bones that is heaped against the wall of a lower chamber. Okay. And um, we're going to have you roll an acrobatics check to see just, like, how this goes for you. Great. Well... <laughs> That's a
4: five. Oh, no. You're no no Simone Biles.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Not today. Not today. So um, you, yeah, you fall directly into that pile of bones. And one of them is a thigh bone. And it stabs you right in your thigh. And you're going to have to roll a d8 of damage to see um, what that does to you.
7: Bye, guys. She only has two hit points. She's going to be in death saving throws. Yeah, for sure. I rolled a five. Holy crap. Oh, no. Oh.
0: Cass is bleeding out down there, you guys. This is... So I'm just... Am I down to zero or do I already go into negative hit points? You go to zero. You hit zero first. Yeah. And then you... Okay. So I
7: guess Anya's <laughs> also going to roll her eyes and just, like, hop down that there slide. Here we go. You just heard me go down and go, like... <laughs> and you're
0: just going to, like, you're just,
7: gonna, like, Wait, just be, like, be-, be like, yeah, let's go. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Before Anya goes, can Cece be like, does anyone have any rope?
7: Oh, yes. I do have 50 feet of rope. Where will we tie this? As you pull it out,
8: you look around and one of those, the brass perches for the vulture is right there on the side wall. And you can tie it up to that and it will get you all the way down the pit with 10 feet left over and you won't get hurt by dropping that far.
4: Wow. What a concept.
7: Listen ladies I want to thank you for um using sober and and clear minds even though Christina obviously you are altered now I am just so happy that you stopped me before making rash decision okay so as she's she's tying the rope as she does this
4: perfect I only want to see Cass hurt I don't want you to get hurt Anya
7: so <gasps> Thank you. Cece, you know, He's I ha- <laughs> Very. I often agree with that, but in this case, it sounded pretty bad. And also, I want to apologize for being upset with you about being in the other room. I wish you had been with us for the fight, but I love you and forgive you.
6: And okay, I'm going to climb down this rope now. Dr. C just opens her arms and gives both of them like a big group hug. Oh. Drugs. Oh. Cass is losing so much blood. <laughs>
4: Let's get down there. I don't want to see her die. I just want to see her hurt. Let's get down there. Okay.
9: You lower yourself down and you drop gently down into this pile of bones. Um, and you're able, because it's a smaller drop, to kind of just slip and slide your way down to the ground level. Cass is in the middle of the pile of bones, bleeding. And around you, you see this rectangular chamber that has a doorway to the west and also to the northeast. And the room is filled with piles of broken, lifeless bones that crunch under your feet. And in the corners and scattered Around there are other items peeking out of the bones, um, which you might want to investigate. But uh, Cass's situation is pretty
6: pressing. Dr. C goes over to Cass, is like, Oh no, So uh, Cass is, pa-
9: is like out of She's it. She's passed
6: out. I've got like a giant
0: gash across my chest, and then I also have a bone sticking out of my thigh. That's where I'm bleeding from, right? <laughs> okay, yep.
4: CC gets, yes. gets it. CC gets it. CC gets it. She goes over to Cass. She doesn't want anyone else to see her mm-hmm. pull a little, little juice out of her (gasps) bra and just like drop it in her lip. Mother's mouth. Slide
8: of hand check, please.
4: <laughs> 14. Awesome. Maybe Dr. C and Anya are looking around the room while you're doing that. She doesn't give her much, just like a few, like a, the equivalent of what she got.
9: Okay, so Cass gets about another quarter of that potion, I would say. So you'll roll a D4 plus one and see how many HP you get back. Three.
8: Awesome. Yay. Uh, you're great. Welcome. You wake up <gasps> and you're in a pile of dusty bones. Uh,
0: what did you guys do to me? Um, what Cass, the- cast.
7: there is um, bone sticking out of your leg.
0: As soon as she tries to put weight on that leg, she's like, ah, and sort of like sinks to the ground. <laughs> she's still like wild animal <laughs> panic eyes. Just like not yes. here, really. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh how's Clarissa?
8: Oh, she's fine. Yeah. Clarissa has survived. Cast's body cushioned <laughs> the
7: fall for Clarissa. And okay. the
8: baby Bjorn
7: is very well made. Yeah. So, Anya's going to step away from Cass and, and try and investigate this pile of bones. Yes. Yeah. Hey, roll for investigation, please. That's going to be an eight.
8: <laughs> yeah, so you see, you know, there's a bunch of piles of bones in the corner, <laughs> and most of them are pretty deteriorated, right? It's like uh-huh. been a long time, but in the corner there's kind of a petrified one wearing a backpack. Oh, I've got to get in that backpack. I've got to look around and see. Okay, you open the backpack. It's pretty stuck on the bones, Ooh, so you're going to have to
9: open it. Like, kind of moldy. It, like, yeah, and you you find you find a potion of healing greater <gasps> and some coins. There's eleven copper pieces and two silver pieces. Yes. You find some very moldy old rations that have clearly been there for a long time. There's probably not much nutritional value left. Okay, and you find a map. Okay, I'm a, I, I Can I? I'm gonna look at that map. Also, I'm gonna take a, a, a little tipple of the healing <laughs>
7: potion myself. Okay, okay. so one d four plus one. Okay. Oh, God, I dropped it. Oh, that's five. Five healing for Nicole. Uh, Ladies, ladies, I have found a map. Will you explore a map with me? It is um, rather detailed. And then while I'm opening the map, I'm going to say, Cass, Cass. Come here and drink this. Cass is not going to
0: listen to Anya. Cass is, right,
6: is on Dr. Christina. She's like, My leg, my leg, I need you to fix my leg. I need you to fix it. Christina. And Dr. C looks at Cass and she like slowly strokes her hair and is like, Wow, you look like you're in a lot of pain. Wow. Do you need anything, Cass? Is there a role, like a, can I interpret
0: whether or not she's like. Intuition. Yeah.
8: An intuition check, please. I mean, we could tell. This is shocking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's an eight. <laughs>
8: okay, so it, it's not as.
0: Yes, ma'am, as it usually is. Okay. Wow. Music wow, wow, wow. Music swells. Cass is already <laughs> super paranoid about this whole situation. So she's just going to start backing away from Dr. C into like, a cor- <laughs> like, where is everybody in this room? She wants to get into the, a corner that's farthest away from people.
8: Yeah. So you're going to go over to that northwest corner where there's a bunch of paintings and sketches of paintings. Yeah. I'm going to go over there. Okay.
0: Cass is in the corner <laughs> trying to pull a bone out of her own leg. Strength check. Strength check. Strength check check for
8: Cass. yeah 11 okay yeah you're successful and you can roll a 1d4 for damage on its way out too cool
0: so yeah Cass is in the corner she's got like the bloody shard of the thing and is just like <laughs> wild animal cornered with the bone <laughs> bleeding out does not trust anybody in this room full of bones.
7: So Anya's going to look over at Cece and be like, Cece, are you okay? Is everybody losing their fucking mind? What's going on? No, Cece's fine and she wants to see the map.
6: You know what, fuck it. Let's look at the map first and then we deal with these crazy bitches. Dr. C goes over to Cass and like tries to calm her down. Nope, stay away. Like, Stay away. Cass is going to like j- like jab towards her with the bone.
0: Intimidation <laughs> check. 14. Yeah. It's a very
8: bloody, pointy
6: bone. And you have never seen Cass so unhinged. Dr. C is like, whoa, let me help you. As she's like trying to weave in and out of like, do this dance of like not getting stabbed in the eye by a bloody bone. Okay, persuasion check. Sixteen. Okay.
0: It feels pretty sincere and comforting
6: to you, Cass. Okay, so that it
0: brings Cass's blood pressure down a little bit. She wants to believe that Christina's still trustworthy. Mm-hmm. So she's still got the bloody shard out, but she looks Christina in the eye and she says, just say the oath. <laughs> say the women pow oath. Just say it. <laughs> I just need to hear it out of your mouth.
6: Dr. C nods her head, opens up her bag, takes out one tab of MDMA. <gasps> And says, women, women, pow pow pow, and then gives the MDMA to Cass. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Cass takes it,
0: puts it in her mouth, like she does with literally anything Dr. Christina hands her, <laughs> <laughs> and says,
6: thank you, and then just starts crying and, like, hugs Dr.
9: Christina. Oh, so beautiful. She puts
6: her arm underneath hers, and they slowly limp towards Anya and Cece, okay. who
8: are busy looking at the map. Anya, roll a perception check for me, please. Yes, I'd love to. 25. Holy That's
7: wow.
8: You i so You're literally a map. You feel a very cold wind Uh-oh. brush against the back of your neck. And when you look to the right side of you, there is what looks like to be a 19-year-old boy. No. But you can also see through him. No, not okay. No, no, no. Cece?
7: Cece? Yes, girl. Do you see the teenage boy? Cece
4: does not see him. Do you see Cece hasn't seen a teenage boy since her son <laughs> went off to college. Oh. Alone. Oh.
7: Let's get into that later. Just anywhere in the world. Never.
4: She has no friends.
7: So Anya looks down into her chest and she she says, Bryn, Bryn, do you see the teenage boy? Do you see the, chi- the child man child here? Do
9: you see him? Bryn pokes his head out and looks around and he says, I don't but I'll pretend to if you want me to. Oh, Bryn. <laughs> no, Bryn, I always want you to live your truth. I want
7: you to know that you are a perfect little boy and that I would do anything for you. And and if you want to go and hide in there, I think that is advisable because there is little ghost in in-room with us right now.
9: Bryn's eyes shine up at you and he nuzzles back down.
6: How good is she at being quiet? Can Cass and Dr. C hear her? <laughs> yes, you can hear her. So <laughs> Dr. C turns to Cass is like, you hear this, right? And then she turns to Anya and is like, a ghost in here? Yeah. No. Nope. No. Let's just go. No, we do not do ghosts. Out of here. No, no, Maybe no. That's no. right out that northwest door. Okay, great. So
8: you do. You go into room two. So Finlow starts talking. <laughs> Who's that? His name is Finlow, and
2: only Anya can hear him. Got it. Okay. And he says, I see you found my map. <gasps> I can explain it to you if you'd like. Those doors with the lines on them are open doors. The doors with the little lock symbol are locked. Uh-huh. The purple one is a secret door. I've been I've been down here for a long time. Oh.
4: I'm just watching Anya stare <laughs> at empty space and I'm like, "Okay.
2: I am Anya. It is is so nice to meet you. What is your name?" My name is Finlow. Finlow. Do one of you possess the Necroverdite gemstone? I
7: am not I am not sure. I I I don't I don't know. What is that?
4: Anya, can you tell us what this ghost is saying to you because you look crazy right now. <laughs>
7: his name is Finlow he is he Hello. has been here for a long time he is explaining yep. the map to me okay. he says there is a, a, a purple door that is special like and that some of the doors are locked and, and he asked if we have some sort of like necromancy gemstone a Finlow, What? What is that? What is this gem?
4: Oh, something that makes dead people dance. It's a
7: necroverdite <laughs> gemstone. You came here for the trials. Oh, never
4: mind. I thought you said a necromancer. <laughs> a necro
7: dancer. I did, we were brought here by big, big vultures that carried us from horrible situations. So one of you accepted the gemstone, then. What is he saying now? Anya just looks up and goes, "Cask! <laughs> did you accept gemstone?" <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you see this gemstone? Is there, do, do I have it? I don't think I have it.
2: You do not have it, but you are with somebody who does. I need to help you all get to the next level so you can retrieve the crown of reverie for me. My sister, she's been asleep for a very long time, and this crown is, is rumored to wake her up from a never-ending slumber. Uh-oh. The curse it first took my parents, one at a time, my father then my mother. I know that she's next. You have to help me. This is my unfinished business, of
7: course. Is that the plot to a Disney movie? (laughs) Several. Anya turns to Cece and is like, Cece, this is this is really bad. Uh, Finlow, give us one give us one minute of of private conversation. To- He's already
8: gone. He's going to room two to follow oh, Dr. Christina.
7: Cece, he thinks he says one of us has the gemstone. It's probably caused because she'd be stealing shit left and right. But mm-hmm. he said that it, it needs to wake up his sister, and I think we just blew up her fucking skeleton. So we need to like get the fuck out of here, okay? How big was he? Was he like varsity
4: teenager? Or like, could we beat him?
8: He was like a Joseph Gordon Levitt. Ooh. Oh, we could whip him.
7: I put him on the lankier side of the spectrum, like tall and handsome, but semi-brooding and like really skinny, like you throw him over your shoulder type. You know?
4: Okay, that's not a threatening ghost to me. That's giving me Devon Sawa. I
7: know, but like he's a fucking ghost. <laughs> okay,
4: yeah, but like I, I'm not. I don't feel so threatened. But I do agree with you. We as on her last leg. I know. <laughs> could
7: Christina have the gem? I don't know. Maybe. I don't. I mean, Christina has been acting pretty crazy lately, so maybe maybe, maybe she does. Well, can you follow
9: the ghost and I'll follow you? Okay. Okay, so we're following Finlow into the second room. Okay, so Finlow has gone into room Finlow. two where Dr. Christina and Cassandra already are. Anya follows Finlow. Cece follows Anya. Room two is smaller than the first room you were in and it's full of piles of leftover junk. To the west of it is a doorway and to the north Worth is a locked door. And now you are all in that room together. Okay. And Finlow is looking straight at Dr. C., Cass and Dr. C are still latched
0: together. It feels so good to be back with her bestie once again, reunited forever. And so Cass is, you know, in her now MDMA induced. So it actually feels good. Yeah. So it's like, this is great. Hey, Christine, do you want to investigate this room with me? Could you
8: both roll for investigation if you're both going to investigate? Yep. Oh. (laughs) Hold on. I got 10. And I got a 7.
0: It's a lot of bones, lots of bodies. God, there's so many
6: bodies and bones. Wow, this room is just full of bones and bodies. Do you want to go to the next room? And Dr. C (laughs) looks at Cass. Why don't I help you hold some of your things? Do you want to give me your cloak? (gasps) Mm, I think I like my cloak. Are you sure? Because it looks really heavy. Are you cold? I am. I'm so cold. Should I do persuasion? Ooh. Yep. Yes. Persuasion check. Ooh, 19. (laughs)
8: Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think... Cassandra is so just not herself
6: right now yeah she just takes it right off and gives it gives her cloak to Christina <gasps> dr C's like okay let's go do you want to try putting your key in this little locky door yeah okay
8: as you get closer to that little locky door it looks kind of um
0: green and not the same as
8: the bone lock
0: I think Cass is going for the le- the path of least resistance so I think she just tries the other door instead okay it's open right yeah yeah okay it's open but
7: I feel like we're gonna make it into the room before you guys go through, maybe, Cass, Cass, Dr. C, hold on, hold on. Do do you want to? No, thank you. (laughs) Bye. Does Finlow follow them? Finlow
9: follows them. Yes. (laughs) And and you you all go into room three, and you have found the underground garden. This room is filled with brightly colored, glowing plants and fungi, and to the north is another open doorway. Ooh, I love the garden.
7: Ladies, it's beautiful. Can we investigate and see if there's, like, anything that uh, I would be able to recognize as an herbalist, perhaps? Yes, of course. Definitely. That's a one.
6: <laughs> oh.
9: It's dark. It's, dark. <laughs> mm. it's so dark. Cool. Yeah, you see like mushrooms, but you can't tell what they are. You've never
8: seen this type they're, before. You've never seen, yeah, they're yellow and purple and they're glowing like they have some sort of neon quality to it. Mm. Can Cece grab some? Yes, Cece can grab some.
0: Okay, Cece grabs like one of each of everything. Great. Cass has seen that CC story is starting to collect some of the plants, so Cass also just starts collecting plants. Okay she doesn't want
6: anyone to have something that she doesn't have great as you're grabbing mushrooms dr c is like is anya still seeing ghosts
4: yeah we've been trying to tell you um (laughs) his name is c lo i think or Lo. i don't know his name he's 19 Mm. tiny
7: guy but tall but tall he is tall and lanky so he's like a lanky hobbit (laughs) dr c look at me in the face do you have a gemstone on you
6: and Dr. C goes, Yeah, I have several, and then opens up her medical bag and takes out some of the healing crystals. Mm. Careful, careful. They're very powerful. <laughs> Is this what <laughs> nice. you want? Is this what you want? You want my labradorite? My
7: labradorite. Anya looks at Finlow, like, Is this it, bro? Well, Finlow reveals
8: himself to everybody just then.
7: Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. She takes
8: the broom out.
7: Oh, can you guys see? Oh, yeah. You you see him now? now.
8: He like does this with his hair. You know, he's got like floppy hair. He does that. Cass is
7: like,
0: hey, like (laughs) doesn't even
8: realize that this is a weird. It's just like, oh, hey.
2: What's your name? My name is Finn, though. And he goes straight to Dr. and He said, I will help you get to the next level. I never could. I ate the purple mushrooms. Don't do that.
0: Cass is like, huh? like has one up in her <laughs> mouth. And is like, just <laughs> like lowers it back down.
2: If I help you, you must help me in return. The crown of reverie is down by her in one of her treasure rooms.
0: Treasure room. You must
2: get that crown of reverie back and bring it to my sister. She's on the outskirts of Other city. Her name is Milori. We were very wealthy merchants. My dad was,
6: you know how it goes. Oh yeah. Anyway. Oh, I see, Nepo baby, got it. If I help you,
2: you must promise me, you must take an oath to help my sister, Mallory. She's very
0: young. Cass hears the word oath being thrown around and she just sort of steps in and is like, hey, Fedora, whatever your name is, um, unfortunately, Dr. Christina has already taken an oath to me, so I just need to make sure that the paperwork checks out with any additional oaths that she's putting on her plate. What's the deal? What's happening here? He
2: looks at Cass and he says, She's bleeding quite a lot. Uh, Do you have anything for that? There were some potions
7: in my bag. Yes, I have the potion. I asked Cass to drink it and she ignored me. Cass, would you like to heal your full human body? I have a healing crystal, so I don't know why
0: you're trying to offer me anything, Anya. Cass takes out one of her healing crystals and just starts like, mashing it into the blood like just rolling it no. around and the blood on her chest and being like
7: "Ooh, it's helping i it feel so good anya looks at Finlon and is like do you see what i am working with here like it's come on y- you
2: are all from a very strange land california yes anaheim he gets very sullen and sad looking and he says i must have been gone for a long time so many things have changed.
4: Oh. Do you have an iPhone? What? Which version? Because that's a good way of telling how long you've been dead.
8: That's
6: true. That's true. Like an XS? 1? Like a 12? Just
8: then, you guys hear the rustling <laughs> of something coming from the north door in front of you. And he shudders. He goes, be careful. The paint makes skeletons.
9: The paint mix. The, what? the, the skeletons? Paint, Yes, the paint mix skeletons. <laughs> Wait, where, the paint. Where are they coming from? The locked door. The door to the north is another open
6: door, okay. and yes,
9: Finlow shudders and gestures with his ghostly hand, and you see inside that room that there are um, some skeletons moving about, standing at tables.
6: Oh no, Doctor that like, Oh hell no, no, no! I'm I'm done playing with Mm-mm. bones. Uh, yeah, I'll do this O thing. We'll do the O thing. That's wait, fine. Wait, wait, wait.
7: Uh, Christina, don't you want to ask great. him?
8: So-
6: let's do it. Oh, and then she just says yes.
8: Great. Well, if you need more potions, you could, if you were very stealthy, get to that purple door where they're mixing paint and get... Some items out of there, but if you're in a hurry, I suggest you go stealthily from room four
0: to room six You guys, I've got a great idea. I think that we should try and sneak in there and steal some potions. This is my idea that I've come up with. <laughs> I forget what exactly my idea was, but it involved stealing some potions being very sneaky. ooh, Christina, Christina, yeah, you're wearing my sneaky cloak.
6: <gasps> you can put up the hood and we will be so sneaky. Great idea, Cass. Could you roll a stealth check? Absolutely. Oh, I got 19. Oh, shit. Hell yeah, bitch. Beautiful. Dr. C puts on the cloak and feels, finally, this is her main character energy. This is the thing that's going to really seal it for her. Cass is no longer a number one. She has the cloak. She's stepping into the room first. A ghost talked to her, and no one knows she has a gemstone. She's really feeling herself. Awesome, are you heading
8: towards that purple door? Absolutely, I love the color purple. Awesome, so those skeletons look really fixated on their work. Almost like they were told to do this or animated to do this. So you are hugging that wall.
9: Okay. And you're just going to follow the perimeter all the way to that purple door. So you reach that door and we're going to ask you for a sleight of hand check to see if you can open the door in a sneaky fashion. And you can also roll with advantage on this because you're in your cloak or Cass's cloak. It's a 10. With
8: the ten, the door scrapes a little bit as you're moving it, and the skeletons stop and look back. Perfect. And maybe that's a good opportunity for the rest of you to move through.
6: Okay. Yeah, they're distracted by that. Doctor C just like freezes.
9: Yeah. Yeah. You you look like part of the wall with that cloak mm-hmm. hood up. Um, mm-hmm. So they they skeletons look at you, but then they they realize that you know nothing there, so they go back to their work. They're undead, so they're very like triggered by certain things.
6: Mm, aren't we all? <laughs> truly. Truly.
9: Really? (laughs) All right. So, Doctor C, as you open that door, a tiny firework goes off inside, which is very startling. But it doesn't actually do any damage. In fact, it kind of looks like a celebration. And the glowing ashes drift down and settle onto a square wooden table, upon which sit three potions lined up on a purple velvet pillow, and they're labeled. There are two potions of
6: healing and one potion of magic renewal. Can they see the bottles or no? No, they can't see past you. Okay, cool. So Dr. C is going to take the magic renewal and be like, oop, in her bag. And then she takes the two things of healing and holds it up for the rest of the group to see and is like shaking them. Nice. Nice.
8: Okay. And you all see that. And I think you successfully all can sneak into room six
9: if you'd like. Uh, Yes. So as you enter room six, room six looks different than all of the other rooms on this level. Uh, The other ones were kind of like dark and tomb-like and dusty, but this one is, it's decorated as a lovely bedroom. It has three small beds side by side along the eastern wall. On the northern wall hangs a framed painting, and there's a cozy oval rug painted onto the stone floor. The walls are painted with different shelves, covered in different trinkets, and in one corner sits a wooden rocking chair. And there's a doorway leading to the east, and a locked door leading to the south. Cass is going to go sit in the
0: rocking chair
9: and just, like, take a load off. Okay. And Finlo says, She paints
8: here
2: sometimes. Finlow, who is she? Who, who, who sits here? He looks at you like you're insane. He goes, The vulture queen. Why else would you be here? And Dr. C goes, queen? <laughs> yes, Only few are worthy. If a vulture comes to you with a neck Groverdite gemstone and you accept
9: it, that's you accepting the trials. He says it as though, like, this is so obvious. You must know this. So Anya looks with horror and disgust at
7: Dr. C and is like, oh, did you accept a gemstone from your fucking vulture boyfriend and now you are queen of the vultures? I mean, pretty cool, but like, what the fuck? Well, she has to defeat the vulture queen.
6: Oh, shit. Dr. C, you guys, like, really excited that she could be queen of the vultures and then here's the defeat part and is like, what?
2: <laughs> the skeletons upstairs, the three others, those were the ones who have come before and all three have lost. <gasps> I will help you if you will help me. I've been here for a long time.
7: Um, Actually, you know what? Can we have human chat? Just like human alive chat for a second? Oh, rude. Um, uh, sorry, <laughs> so, uh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry.
9: <laughs> Straight up, Nicole's like triggered fear coming out of her. Heart. Um, says, I'll give
2: you a moment to talk. And he goes
8: into the next room to the east, room seven.
7: Dr. C, if you are accepting of this oath and you actually have this gemstone, which we have no proof of, and you don't defeat the queen, then you become eternal skeleton with those three bitches upstairs.
6: Dr. C looks at all three of them. And says, I think I have to go through with this. And then she says, but before we go on with this, I want to give Cass a gift. And she takes out one of the healing potions and gives it to Cass and says, (gasps) this is for you because you've always been my favorite number two.
0: (gasps) Cass just looks Christina dead in the eye and says, give me back my cloak. And Dr. C (laughs) goes, no. Cass is gonna Put one hand
6: on the sleeve of the cloak. Dr. C is going to put her hand on top of Cass's hand. Uh-oh.
0: Yeah, I want to tug that cloak. I'm going to try to rip it off her body. <laughs> is this a strength contest? <laughs> uh, 20. Oh, oh, oh damn. Uh, 16. Right? Yeah, I think
8: you're successful. She kind of she tugs it so hard that you kind of turn around a
6: little bit and she's able to tuck the other sleeve off as well. Can Dr. Christina do an unarmed slap? Yes, this is what we need. It's giving
4: season two. And you're at a one
8: right now, right? Yes, I am.
5: (laughs) Just melts.
8: Dr. C, because it's based off of your strength score, this is D&D stuff. This is not us. You will only give zero damage, but it's still like narratively on point. So, um, yeah, please roll a D20 and add one for your attack bonus. 18. Oh, yes, man. you are successful. <laughs> you slap her across the face, right cheek
6: or left cheek? Um, right. Okay. <sighs> mm-hmm. She's a lefty? Yeah, southpaw. Yeah.
7: Anya gasps and leans over to Cece and says like, you know, I've always wanted to do that, but I never <laughs> had the opportunity.
8: Fimo peeks his, just his head out of the wall. And goes, uh, you,
2: have you guys figured it out yet? though, we need five more minutes. <laughs> five more
7: minutes. <laughs> okay.
6: Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, five.
0: Cass is still in the rocking chair this whole time. She's been seated this for this entire... So she slapped and you're just and like, so like rocking back and forth. <laughs> <and forth. laughs> Yeah. She's like still and silent until the rocking stops. And then without breaking eye contact with Dr. Christina, she says, you're out of women, pal. <gasps> Wow!
8: Oh. Roll for hurt feelings, Dr. Christina. Holy shit. Eight. Wow. Okay. I think that you have been out mentally
6: for a lot longer. Wow. Yeah. Dr. guys enjoy the consolation prize and then tosses her the healing potion. Ooh.
0: Cass does not trust that healing. Anything that Christina's giving her, she takes it and throws it against the wall.
7: <gasps> oh, and it shatters. Cece's yeah. like, no and goes to grab
0: it. Dr. Christina, you look over in the doorway
8: and you see Finlow again and he's trying to motion over to you as if he doesn't want anyone
6: else to see. Dr. C flips her hair and starts walking towards her destiny, which is the doorway. Yeah.
4: And in an attempt to get through to cast one last time, Cece's like, that. Vial is a healing potion. I drank it, it healed my ribs. <laughs> Next time someone offers you Shut potion, up. just take a sip.
0: Okay? Cass is just silently rocking. She's just she's
4: rocking. Like, uh, okay. Cass? Maybe just pour it on her lips, Anya. Just... Okay.
7: So, okay. Anya's gonna, like, pop the, a cork or whatever the closure is on the thing and sort of, like, try and tip the potion into Cass's mouth. Just a little, little sip. Okay. okay. Yeah, she's gonna let that happen. Okay. She's just, like,
0: in a catatonic rocking state. How
9: much do you give her, Anya? If she'll drink the whole thing, I will pour the whole thing into her mouth. Amazing. Riley, you will roll 3 D4 plus 3, and that's how many HP you'll get back. But it can't go Above what your um, maximum is. Okay, that's a three, five. 7 plus 3? Yep.
0: So 10. So I've got
9: 11.
0: Yay. That's so much better. Uh, yep. Yeah.
9: That really, really, really makes a difference. So that wound <sighs> across your chest starts to close up. The gaping gash on your is also closed up. There's just like a little trickle of blood now. Um, you feel much better. So Dr. Christina's still in the room, right? No, I'm she's gone, left, boo. No, she, she left, left. out. So she's in this room. Okay, seven.
0: I think so. She, she just is like, I just saw her go, so I'm hoping it's still in earshot. Cass goes... Thank you, Dr. Anya.
9: insult to injury.
5: And I
0: think because she feels so like empowered by this healing potion, it like solidifies the fact that she did the right thing with Christina. She made the right choice.
9: So while you are still in the bedroom room, Dr. C has joined Finlow in the next room and uh, this room that Dr. C has just walked into, only you're seeing this, the air in this large chamber is cold and goosebumps break out over your body as you walk in. Dr. C., your eyes are immediately drawn to the north wall where the rock and stone that makes up all of the walls, that's gray, gradually gives way to this sparkling vein of dark green that grows larger and larger until in the center of that north wall, it forms a solid surface of uncut green gemstone. And carved into that surface is the outline of a door. And you also notice on one of the other walls that there's a painting a beautifully painted portrait of three lovely young girls sitting on a low stone wall, and all three of them have the same dark, glossy hair with delicate horns curving back from their foreheads. And they sit shoulder to shoulder, clasping hands and smiling out at you. Can Dr. C go investigate that painting? She sure can. Sixteen. Great. You notice that they're fairly young, around 13,
8: 14 years old. And you also, if you've been paying attention to the other paintings as you've walked through this level, can match one of the faces to many
9: of the other portraits that you've seen. And can you give us a perception check really quickly, too? Yeah. Uh, nine. Okay, so you you can't understand why, but something about this
6: painting makes you feel very sad. Dr. C reaches her hand out to kind of, like, caress... The little faces. Touch the art. Touch the art. Because, you know, that's what you do in museums. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's bumpy. And yeah. fishes out the gemstone from underneath her armor and holds it in her hand. Mm-hmm. And then as she she's, like, slowly stroking the paint and putting her <laughs> fingerprint oil all over it, she turns and then looks at the green door. Yeah. And walks over to it. Okay. And your necklace starts to float towards it. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) (laughs) My neck. uh. (laughs) Do you keep going? Do you follow the pull of the necklace? Yeah, well, I don't really feel like I really have a choice. I'm like, oh, oh, oh,
9: All right, so the necklace is tugging you forward towards that door and the closer that the door and the necklace get to each other, the more the green gemstones of both start to react. You're, the necklace starts pulsing and vibrating as it pulls you forward, and both the necklace and the door begin to glow. The green light grows brighter and brighter the closer you get, and then with a sudden
10: blinding flash, the green door vanishes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
9: Dr. C stands alone in that room in front of this entryway that has just appeared in the green gemstone wall, and all of the rest of you are still in the room that's decorated as a child's bedroom. So now I guess Anya's gonna try
7: and coax Cass up so we can go into the next room, like, come on, Cass, let us let us go follow Christina and, and see if we can fix this rift between you. Cece, do you want to, like, come and we go together, we stay together as a group? We already lost Kiki, so we don't want to lose another.
8: Just then, from the the room to the west those skeletons are on a break oh, now shit. you hear them marching uh you don't know which way they're going but their rattling bones
6: are moving so
7: Ani's gonna try and pull cass up out of that chair because we don't have any fucking time anymore
6: great Whoop. while this is all going on can dr c just like go yes for sure okay dr c goes through the portal okay Woohoo! all right you walk through and you see that you are
9: in a tunnel with steps leading down, down, down. And as you walk down the steps, it's dim, but there are lighted candles in the wall. It's kind of a nice glow, but it's clearly leading you further into the earth. And as you head forward, it opens out, and you find yourself at the top of a long, steep set of stone stairs, which continue to curve further down into a cavern. And those stairs lead down to a flat, rocky plateau on which you can see a door leading into the cavern wall. And then across the cavern is another rocky plateau, with another door, and on that plateau you see a ladder leading up to an outcropping. And then directly across from you is a small stony island that's separated from the plateaus by a deep abyss. The top of that island has a door built into the wall very high up, and on the island itself you see a figure standing with its back to you. A figure with long, glossy, dark hair, wearing what looked like large brass shoulder pads, It is flanked by two stately vultures, one on either side, and it is painting on a large canvas. The canvas is so big that even though you are far away from it, you can see clearly that it's a portrait of a beautiful young woman with the same long, glossy, dark hair and brass shoulder pads that you can see on the figure standing in front of you. But you can only see the figure's back, and you can see the portrait's face, and you may recognize it as one of the
6: faces that you just saw in the painting in the other room. Dr. Christina clocks the gold armor. Is like, ooh, is that Versace? I <laughs> think that was like last season. Hmm. And uh, she looks down the steep stairs and remembers how Cass just slid and hit bones. So Dr. C feels like maybe she could use some help from her friends. I don't, she doesn't, she's a little wary about going down these stairs. There's
8: now a map so you can see the
0: stairs. <gasps> oh my god! This is a gorgeous it's map. beautiful. Holy shit. This is your best map yet. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what's the, what are flying around? Vultures. 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 Okay so cute
6: i love
0: they are
9: there are vultures flying in the sky perched on the walls the vultures from above including christian come flooding through the green doorway after you dr christina do they
0: fly past us yeah (laughs) can we tell which one is christian or only christina can tell which one is christian he's taller than the rest of course he
6: is (laughs) nothing like a tall vulture Dr. C clocks Christian flying in. He's the tallest vulture of them all. (laughs) Can she use uh, Speak With Animals?
9: You have your Ring of Animal Influence. It has two charges left, so you can use one of them to talk to him. Uh, I see it. I see it.
6: Yes. She looks Christian deep in his eyes, and she says, I need to apologize to you, Christian. I feel like I said some words when I was really scared, and that wasn't kind to you, and I'm sorry. He winks at you. Dr. C says, I feel like we are bound together by a love that cannot be named. Can I hop on your back and go across the island with you? He says, Yes,
8: you can but bring a weapon just in case. <laughs> Dr. C opens up her bag.
6: She's like, the scimitar, <laughs> the long sword, the flail, the throwing knives. She's like, and
9: the broom. It's good.
6: It's he, good. Yeah, He winks at you again.
9: <laughs> okay, so Christian um, uses his talons to once again grip Dr. C's shoulders right in the same spot where she's been gripped already. So it's actually getting pretty painful. He lifts you into the air and flies you towards that lower island where the figure stands. And as though she can hear the wind rushing through wins that figure turns and you see that the woman painting is indeed the woman in the painting meta or at least she used to be oh because as you get closer you see that she stands before you her skin peeling off one side of her face has worn down to bone and ribs are showing through patches of flesh on her chest but unlike the skeletons that you've seen so far before she is not an undead at least not yet And as you and Christian approach, a wide smile breaks out across her half-skull, half-face, and she throws her bone-thin arms open in welcome and cries out, How marvelous!
5: Dr. Christina, I presume! Wow,
6: sounds like she could really use a dermatologist. Dr. Christina has never felt more seen in her life. Like, this is the ultimate patient for her. (laughs) She just sees opportunity... Very excited, but also like, how the fuck does bitch know my name? Well,
9: Christian is hovering with you now. Would you like to land? Do you want to stay in the air? Uh, Dr. C would
6: like to stay in the air mm-hmm. with her boo and is like, hey, you. <laughs> and she just like puts her hand on her armor chest mm-hmm. plate and goes, I feel like we are meant to meet. And the
9: figure nods and smiles up at you and the the, the teeth that are still in her mouth are just like, really mangy, but clearly it's a sincere smile. And she says, yes,
5: I know we were meant to meet. I've been waiting so long for you. I've heard that you were coming.
6: And Dr. C goes, <laughs> wow, knowing that her social media fame has finally... <laughs> gotten her somewhere where someone knows who she is yeah for once yeah may
1: i
9: ask uh, what event am i coming to and she kind of with each of her fingers gives a little flutter and the two vultures that were flanking her rise into the air and each one of them grabs one side of her shoulders on the grass shoulder pads they're, they're clearly specially made for the vultures to do just that and then she lifts into the air as well and she says
5: why you're here for tea of course high tea <laughs> and then the two of you with christian following her lead fly
9: high 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 into the sky <laughs> for the highest of high T's. And you soar into that door in the cavern wall. Let's just go back to the rest of the party for a second. Do you go through the door as well? Yeah,
2: where is where is Finlow? Did he disappear? Well, he's his head is through the wall again at, at you. guys, he's like, listen, I didn't get a chance to tell your friend. I can't go through this, this door. <laughs> um, but the crown of reverie, I'm going to tell you again. Um, it's been rumored to be in her gallery of past lovers. Please retrieve this item for me. Bring it back to my family, my sister Mallory. She'll know why you're there and you will be rewarded handsomely for it. My family was very wealthy. Finlow, time the fuck out. What the
7: fuck (laughs) are you talking about? The,
2: door the, the gallery of past lovers, I myself have never been in there. There's only one person who ever got out. It was a past
7: lover of hers. Right. Okay. Um. Ladies, do, <laughs> do we want to go in this door to the hall of past lovers and get a crown for this ghost boy? I was the only one
2: who survived down here, as far as I know. I lasted for seven days. Seven days.
7: Does this mean we need to make a copy of you and disseminate Please. it to strange people? or like? What? I just don't see another way out but through. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want to check in with Cece and Cass really quickly. Uh, so, Finlow, if you can just give us another, like, two minutes before we make decision or not. And he goes, um,
6: oh!
7: <laughs> he's such so a true.
6: teenager. He's like,
7: mom! We so appreciate your patience. Cass, are you good?
0: Cass, are you Cass still catatonic? Yeah, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it.
7: Cass, wow. what do you think, Cece? I think we go, right? Yeah, we have no choice. Okay, great. Uh, Finlow And he says... Fantastic, <sighs> the crown of reverie please. Right, what does it look like? Like, what should we be looking for? Like, I feel like if, you know, she has a hall of lovers and she has many paramours, that maybe they're, like, multiple crowns. Is this, like, specific crown? It's gold, and it has multiple color gemstones
2: to cross on that. Wow, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay.
7: <laughs> so, I guess, arm in arm, the
9: three of us walk through the door of gemstones or whatever. So, as you, you walk through that green gemstone door, and yeah. the instant you have crossed over the threshold, it slams behind you, and it is solid wall again and there is nowhere for you to go but down that same set of stairs Ooh. and you hear Finla go aww
4: <laughs> <laughs> sorry
2: though.
7: Um, I guess we should go downstairs, right? Like, And it also seems like the only way we can go. Yeah. So... Okay. Hey, let's go find the treasures, right? Cass, mm, treasures, mm. here we go. So Just we're going down the stairs. Just follow behind us, Cass. You're
9: making your way down, and we'll go back to the high tea room. Alright, so uh, the vultures carry the vulture queen and Dr. C into the high tea room, and they deposit you gently on the floor in there, and then they, they find their places on perches around the room. And they, you've entered through these beaded curtains that are made out of that by now very familiar green gemstone. That Dite. And you're in a small but cozy room that's built into the wall. It's vaguely round in shape. And the walls are a hodgepodge of art. Every inch of them is covered in paintings done in the same style as the painting below and that you've seen throughout the tomb so far. A locked chest sits tucked against the wall and a kettle hangs over a blazing fire. And in the center of the room is a table set for tea. And on another table against another wall, there's an ancient-looking book And there's a mirror that's covered in some gauzy green cloth. So no reflection shows. And then off to one side is a doorway. And through that doorway, you can just catch a glimpse of an even smaller little room where there's a tidy nest-like bed. And the Vulture Queen kind of just looks
6: around and says,
5: I'm sorry, it's such a mess, I know. (laughs) But you're very welcome.
6: This is my favorite version of you, Alison. Dr. C looks around and notices that it is very nice and she could do with a spot of tea, but because she's never really been the main character before, she feels a little insecure about what to do. Mm. So there is like a little bit of trepidation and like she's not sure she's always looked to cast for this sort of yeah what to do next thing.
9: And the Vulture Queen senses that. She's very intuitive. Mm. And she, she pulls a chair out for you and gestures you to sit. And she reaches out a hand and says,
6: You're so beautiful. May I touch your hair? And Dr. C is like, Oh! oh. <laughs> and sits down and then um, looks in her medical bag for some anti-back. <laughs> give me one sack. Do I have any? Nope. So she's like, Yeah, go for it. And the Vulture Queen
9: reaches out with fingers that are mostly bone and just like rattles them gently against your head. And then she also sits in front of you and she uses those
6: bony fingers to pour steaming cups of green tea. And Dr. C is parched, so she doesn't care. She's just going to drink it. She goes, ooh, green tea.
9: Wonderful. And the vulture queen is so joyfully watching you have your tea. She's also sipping on her
5: tea. And she just says, you know, I've been waiting for so long. It's so nice to have someone to finally talk. Talk to It's been five hundred years since a challenger came. Tell me, how did you know that this was your destiny?
6: Doctor C looks at the Vulture Queen and really feels seen. She says, "It has been five hundred years since someone has truly seen me. I've been so alone. And to be fair, I don't know what drew me here." Mm. Except for knowing that I could be more and I deserved more. Yes, I deserved to be the number 1 storyline of my season. <laughs>
9: The vulture queen puts down her cup of tea and she presses her bony hands at the table and leans forward and her eyes are right on yours. And she says, are we going to kiss? I mean, we'll see what
5: happens. But first she says, I knew, I knew the second I saw you that it was true. I knew that you were the one out of this group that I've heard the vultures talking about. They made the right choice because the others, the others get the attention sometimes, don't they? They're the ones who people notice first, aren't they? But who puts in the work? Who puts in the time? Who's the one who doesn't get what they deserve? It's you, isn't it?
6: And Dr. C is just nodding her head and going, yes, yes. And the
9: Vulture
5: Queen nods and says, I understand, because I too was that person. And then she kind of looks around for a minute and looks back at you and says, Did I ever tell you the story of how I became the
6: Vulture Queen? Then <laughs> Dr. C starts drinking, she just doesn't know what to say. She's a little speechless. She starts not even drinking more tea and goes, No, tell me, go on.
9: So the Vulture Queen gets this kind of misty, far away look in her eye, the one eye that she has left. And mm. she says,
5: My family... We were outcasts. We were tieflings, you see, and people don't trust tieflings as a rule, as you must know. And it was hard, but we had each other. I had my two sisters. We were so close. We were bonded. We loved each other. We were hungry more often than not, but we made it work. And then the queen of the blackbirds came and started to lay ravage to our village, and we decided that we would defeat her. And in doing so, we would gain everyone's love. And the three of us went together, and together we did defeat the queen of the blackbirds. We took her tome, and we ruled over the land and everyone did love us they loved us so much i had so many lovers and she tries to wink at you with the that skull
9: that doesn't have an eye and like just kind of just shudders at you it's kind of upsetting and a little bit of her face drips off into her cup of tea but she doesn't notice
5: oh my god and she says but you know you seem like someone who knows you can't share power forever can you can you dr christina just nods her head vigorously (laughs) and the vulture queen continues she says my older sister she wanted more power that's all she cared about was taking control my younger sister wanted to use the power to help everyone which is lovely but it doesn't put food on the table now does it and I just wanted to be beautiful and have my lovers and have a wonderful life because it had been so hard for so long. Surely you understand wanting to have a beautiful life, Dr. Christina. <laughs> Dr. Christina goes, yes,
6: but I, I did put in the work. You had to put in the work. But when the work is done, isn't it time to enjoy yourself at least a little bit? I still have the gemstone necklace on me, right? Yes. Dr. C reaches down and starts caressing the gemstone necklace and says, yes. Yes, it is time.
9: And the Vulture Queen reaches kind of below her chair. She sees you caressing her necklace, and she holds up a staff. And on the top of that staff is a large green gemstone, much bigger than yours. And she rattles her little bone hand on it and says,
5: mm, You see, you understand.
9: And then she goes on to explain the rest of the story of how she
5: became the Vulture Queen. She explains that my sisters and I, we eventually had to stop working together. You know, it was too much. We split up the tome, we divided it in three, and I became the Vulture Queen. The other birds went with my sisters, but I had the vultures, and they were my favorites anyway, you know, you know, and I lived my life in glory. I had so many wonderful adventures with so many wonderful men and women. But over time, there were rumors, there were rumors about what
9: I did. And she glances at the chest, the locked chest
5: in the room. And she says, And eventually I had to take refuge here. And I tried to have people come with me. I tried to share my story with others. But every time I told them my truth, they would run away. They would fall in the abyss and die to get away from me. They couldn't handle my dark secrets. Sometimes even those you love can't handle your dark secrets, can they, Dr. Christine?
6: (sighs) Oh, shit. Dr. C just stares at her and goes... So wait, did your sisters like are they around still?
5: Do we have to worry about them? She looks very sad. And she says, I haven't seen my sisters in over a thousand years. I presume they're, they're still out they're, there. there. They each had part of the tome. They each had their birds. And I've often thought that I might go find them, but I can hardly go out looking like this,
9: can I? And she gestures to her face. <laughs>
6: And Dr. C, like, you know, just trying to be polite and, it, you know, has worked with a lot of patients. Mm-hmm. So she has a very good poker face mm-hmm. and just goes, okay, so what I'm hearing is you're not happy with skin tone, perhaps? Mm. And what I'm also hearing is you are lonely and that's Okay. The Vulture Queen looks, when you say lonely, to a painting on the wall
9: that is of a strapping young man with jet black hair and piercing blue eyes, and on his head is a beautiful crown with colored gemstones,
5: and she says, yes, I have been lonely ever since the one that got away <laughs> did <laughs> I ever tell you about the <laughs> one that got away Dr. is like no you haven't
9: please go <laughs> so the vulture queen goes and picks up that little portrait and she's holding it and kind of caressing its face and showing it to you as she talks
5: She says, I thought he was different. I thought he was someone who could accept the darkest parts of me. I I held off on telling him my secrets for so long. I even brought him here. We lived together for a time. I I hid my secrets. And she glances again at that chest and she says, (laughs) but finally I needed to bear my soul to him. And I told him, I told him how I stayed young and beautiful and he could tell that... That there was something going on, I know. But when I finally showed him, it was as though everything that he saw in me it just changed. I saw his eyes change. He went from love to disgust. And he tried to cover it, but I'm very intuitive, and I knew. And that night, that night, he tried to escape. And my vultures tried to warn me. They told me he was climbing up a ladder to get out. But he made it out before I could stop him. He was truly the one that got away.
6: And Dr. C leans forward and says... You deserve happiness. You deserve to be you 100%. The Vulture Queen is starting to look very happy.
9: And she stands and she says,
5: These are just the words I was hoping for. Do you want to know my secret?
9: Dr. C goes, Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. And the Vulture Queen says,
5: I thought you would
9: never ask. And she walks over to the chest in the corner and she gestures for you to join her. Dr. C walks on over. So the vulture queen, still holding her staff in one hand, leans down and flicks open the lock on the chest and flips up the door, revealing the lifeless body of a young man. And if it weren't for the broken arrow plunged into his chest, it would look like he was simply sleeping. He's very much at peace. It's clearly a very, um, you know, fresh
5: corpse. And she kind of puts her hand over it, blocking your view, and she says, I know, I know, this is a bit distasteful at first, but hear me out. He was dead when my vultures found him. They always are, well, almost always. But in life, this man was young and strong and filled with vitality. And that vitality, it would be wasted now. But I know a way to keep that vitality. I know a way to keep it from being wasted and use it. And I would like to show you how.
6: Dr. C realizes she is getting a glimpse into the future of what can happen when we use stem cell technology, when we are using all the things that science can do. But she's been around cadavers, you know, medical school. Mm, Sure. And this one, is it really that bad? I don't... She's trying to weigh it all out.
8: As she's weighing that out, let's go check in with the other party. Yeah. So you guys are almost down all the way to the foot of the stairs. There's a room right to your left on that same floor that you're connected to. And then a gaping hole of about 20 feet on the left side, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. to getting to that north island but the only other place you could go to without crossing something is
7: that room on the left well looks like we just have this room to go into <laughs> I mean, on this map, I am seeing on the bottom a little crown in an opening there. So uh, if we could just snag that crown real quick. But like, also, where is Dr. C? What the fuck is this place?
4: I think we should focus on the task at hand and Dr. Christina. I mean, how are we going to find her with like psychic abilities? I don't know. I feel like the crown is of a, a priority and then we can find Dr. Christina. That's what CC thinks. Mm. Okay, let's let's I guess go into this big cave room. You enter the room and you
8: find yourself surrounded by more beautifully painted portraits hung on the walls nine in all. Mm-hmm. All of the portraits except for one are of tall handsome men oh. and the three portraits in front of you are of the same tall handsome man with uh, jet black hair and piercing blue eyes. In front of each of those three is a delicate glass case containing a shimmering item.
4: handsome to some.
8: Yeah
6: like can we give descriptions <laughs> on like sure, the, men yeah, specifically. So, <laughs> the men's? <a> sure, the men's. The men's is.
8: Yeah, <laughs> there's one that looks like Shane West. There's one that looks like Freddie Prince Jr. Is he Prince
0: Eric
9: Vine? That's, That's exactly what I was, what I was picturing, Nicole. A dumb, <laughs> okay, okay, so upstairs. she's got a type <laughs> type.
4: lot of diversity. White here. 90s boys, basically.
0: white men. <laughs>
4: Colin Hayes.
0: Mm, there's a Josh yeah. <laughs> There's a Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> They're all very different.
8: There's
7: a Steve Martin, <laughs> father
9: of the bride <laughs> style. Oh my God, yeah. I love
7: Tommy Lane yeah. Jones. I'm sorry.
9: He's hot.
7: Oh my God. What are the shimmering items? Do we need to investigate or can you just tell us?
9: I mean,
8: it's pretty clear. They're, you know, very well displayed. Uh, Right in front of you looks like a crown, it's gold with different colored gemstones. The one on the left looks like a little, well, it's a pretty big gold ring with a big red gemstone in the front. Okay. Mm. And on the right looks like a compass. Okay. Ladies, shall we
0: ransack? Yes, let's do it. Let's let's go (laughs) go shopping. (laughs) Anya goes for the compass. Okay. I'm going to go for the ring. Okay. All right. I think this snaps Cass out of her state a little bit because she's like, oh, there's treasure. Oh, there's (laughs) shiny. There's jewels. And she sees Anya take the compass and she sees Cece take the ring. She's just going to take the crown and put it on her head. Oh, wow.
8: Yes. The wearer of the crown exudes an aura of authority and commands respect from those around them. Great. So they may gain enhanced charisma, persuasion, or intimidation skills, allowing them to influence others and gain loyalty or obedience. There's also something else that it
0: does, but you don't know yet. Oh. Okay. So Kat, yeah, she's still, she's not like fully recovered, but there's a beautiful crown right in front of her. She's going to, she's going to put it on. Like that's an instinctual decision.
7: (laughs) Oh, Kat, that looks like the crown that Finlow was asking us to get. So maybe we like. Who? The ghost.
8: (laughs) Perception check from all three of you in that gallery of past lovers, please. Oh, shoot. Two. 20. 24. Oh. Dang. Oh, amazing. Anya and Cass notice pretty much at the same time that underneath the portrait that kind of looks like Steve Martin, it's a little... (laughs) That was real. It it once again feels a little unesthetically pleasing. Is that a word?
7: Yeah. Anya's walking right over to that thing and and fucking with it. Oh, amazing. I'm going to try and like pull it a little bit. Great. Cass is going to empower
0: Anya. She's just going to be like, (laughs) you got this. Great job!
8: And it's very easy to just take the painting off the wall. You don't even need a strength check because of Cass. And it reveals this secret (gasps) tunnel.
0: Yay! I mean, Cass doesn't have a great history with tunnels so far, but... (laughs) Uh, Let's go back to the high tea room,
9: please, with uh, Vulture Queen and Dr. Christina. Yes. So the Vulture Queen is standing over that open chest with that fresh, young corpse full of vitality in it. And she holds her staff over it, like just, you know, so it's directly above this corpse. And she gestures for Dr. Christina to put her hand on the staff, too.
6: Dr. C puts her hand on the staff. It's a little creepy feeling, but... She's going with it. Right. All right.
9: And... The Vulture Queen gives you another, like, attempt at a wink. And as she does so, the gemstone on the staff begins to glow. And the light, the green light, fills that small room. And the body in the chest seems to kind of shrink and shrivel away until only a frail skeleton remains. And meanwhile, the skin on the vulture queen's face and chest begins to plump and spread across the bones. And you can see, even on her hand, the flesh is reforming over her skeletal fingers. And for a moment, you can see the beautiful tiefling woman who is in the painting below. Then as suddenly as it started, it stops, and the flesh begins to creep down off of her bones. And since you have your hand on that staff, you're also getting a little bit of benefit. Oh, benefit. We're going to ask you to roll a d20. Okay. 17. Wow. Okay, great. With a 17, you can choose for that to become temporary HP that you'll have with you for, like, the rest of the day, I guess, until you take a long rest. Or you can use it to take years off of your life and your appearance.
6: Take years Aww. off my life. You can also choose to split it. In any which way you would like. Dr. C, no. Dr. C is like years. <laughs> she's been fed up with cast looking so fucking good. So you're going to take 17 years off <laughs> oh of your my appearance. God, Hell yes, we are.
9: How old are you now? <laughs> How old did Doctor was Dr. C?
6: Or I don't you know. Like... I don't remember.
8: We know that 38 was younger, by, not by much. I think I think Dr.
9: C is in like her early mid 40s. Right? So she's 27? She looks like she's 27. Wow. She looks like she's 27. Wow. Wow. What does that look like, Dr. Christina, as
8: uh, death becomes her happens to you?
6: (laughs) Dr. C, her chest starts lifting the scar from having her kids in a C-section starts healing. Mm. Her arms start to get more toned and like her posture gets a little bit better. Mm. Her teeth start to kind of realign and whiten. Not to say that they weren't white or aligned but like it's just Extra. Better. Yeah. She looks like she's wearing makeup but she doesn't have any makeup on. Her hair is healthy and flowing. There's like a breeze
9: in it maybe. This all happens and the Vulture Queen is watching you with a face that her, her
5: expression is both pr- proud and wistful. And she says, Oh, yes, I remember my first time. Time was a young corpse like this could keep me looking beautiful for much longer than it does now. But over the 1,500 years that I've been the Vulture Queen, the power, the power has waned for me. And I've often thought if I could find my sisters and reunite the tome of the Blackbird Queen, maybe the power wouldn't fade away. Maybe I could be young and beautiful forever, but... And her one eye fills with a tear and she says it is too late for me my time has come and now dr christina there's just one more thing that you must do before you become the vulture queen you must fight me to the death oh shit oh shit should have taken the health
6: and that was my own fault Dr. C looks at the uh, vulture queen and is like wow that was dramatic but also is like looking at her hands they don't have sunspots on them anymore and she's her attention is split so she hears it but doesn't really like process. She's like, okay, yeah. The vulture queen stamps her bony foot and she says, don't you understand? This is the part where you try to kill me. Dr. C is like, what? That that wakes her up. (laughs) What? Okay. uh, Again, I hear you. The vulture queen cuts you off.
9: She reaches out and she grasps the gemstone on your necklace and she says,
5: perhaps the vultures were wrong after all. Perhaps there's someone else in your party who deserves to become the vulture queen. Should I offer it to one of them? Oh, hell no. And the vulture queen says, that. Fight me to the death! Okay,
9: cool, let's go! Fight, let's All go! Right. Roll for initiative! This. <laughs> this just got so real. Let's nice do this. Ten. The Vulture Queen rolled a four. Oh, sweet. Sure
6: move, Dr. C. Dr. C is like, well, I guess it's time to pop some potions and decides to take a health potion. Yeah. She wants to feel at a hundred. Sure. Alright,
9: so then if you're gonna drink the whole thing, you'll roll 4d4 plus four and you'll add that, but it can't go above like
6: what your natural... Right. Okay, so I'm at max. Nice. Great. Okay, great. And then while I'm drinking, can I also move like back away? Sure, yeah. Sure, great. Which Where, where do you want to go in the room? As far away as I can. Maybe get the table in between us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're in between that
9: green
8: door and the table. Okay. She's by over by the chest. Got it. Okay,
9: so the vulture Queen, and you've gone out of her reach. So she is going to hurl one of the knives from the tea table at Dr. Christina, and I'm going to roll to see if I hit her. Oh, natural one. That doesn't even get. (gasps) And the Vulture Queen is very like bony, and she doesn't have the best hand eye coordination because she only has that one eye depth perception, not a skill set. So it just kind of goes wailing past Dr. C and actually flies out of um, the door like clatters into the into
8: the abyss below. And then one of her fingers that was holding it just falls off onto oh. the
9: floor. Oh, I feel bad for yeah. her. Yeah, it's
6: pretty tragic. Okay, so Dr. C takes out the longsword. <laughs> great. And I would like to try to attack the queen. All right. Let's try to go for a neck shot. Why not? Whoa. Ooh, great. You're using Cass's long longsword, so you'll roll an
9: attack roll to see if you're able to hit. That longsword has a plus zero, so it's whatever you roll on a d20. And that'll, that'll compete against the Vulture Queen's AC
6: the three Ah shit. Mm. It's
9: really heavy. Mm-hmm. That sword clangs right off of the brass shoulder pads that she's wearing, which are really protecting her torso and upper body area. I love this mm-hmm. sad fight between the two of them so far. Honestly, that's pretty sad. <laughs> then the vulture queen is going to reach out with her claw, like the, the hand that just lost a finger. Now has, I guess, you know, like three fingers and a thumb remaining and they're just bone at the tip, so they're very sharp and she's going to reach out and try to rake across your face. <laughs> and we'll see if she gets it. Face? Yeah. Ooh,
0: the face. She's going where it hurts. That gorgeous 27-year-old face. <laughs> she rolled Ooh. a four. Wow.
6: <laughs> wow.
9: This is. <laughs> this is comedy at this point. This is just slapstick. Yeah. She just she just doesn't quite reach you. It whiffs right in front of you. Mm, <laughs>
6: Dr. C is gonna try to be head again. Great. 15. Eight. The vulture queen is not able to
9: dart out of the way and that sword slash cuts right above those brass shoulder pads. You can see on her face as your it's almost in slow motion as your sword just slices right across what's left of her neck. And there's a look of exhilaration on her face, as though this is what she wanted all along. And her body starts to crumple to the ground. And as it does, this this power seems to flow out of her, out of that hole that you've opened in her neck, actually. And it God. flows directly across the table into you. And you feel it hitting you in the chest and spreading through your limbs. And it's like your entire body is on fire, and the fire is spreading, and you're glowing green. And And the Vulture Queen lets out this final half raspy gasp, half raspy wail as her body just like hits the floor. What's that sound like? It sounds like.
6: Yeah. Yeah, it does. Basically. Yeah, it does.
9: <laughs> and your vision begins to grow hazy. You're in so much pain, and the blackness is covering your eyes. But through just in your last gasps of vision, you see the vulture queen collapse, and you see the dark shapes of the vultures that were in the room with you fly down to her body and land and begin to consume her corpse. And then everything goes dark. Let's catch Dr. C's final thoughts
6: as consciousness flees her body. Great. As Dr. C feels like she's been burning from the inside out and sees the corpse of the vulture queen slowly fall to the ground, she wonders, maybe did she make a mistake? Was this really what she wanted? And then
8: her vision goes black. Mm. Liz Jenkins, what is CC thinking and feeling?
4: Cece is thinking that she really wishes she could have taken a nap. They haven't (laughs) slept in hours or days. She doesn't know. All she knows is that her bra is weighing heavy on (laughs) (laughs) you.
8: Anya is standing in front of the secret tunnel.
4: What is she thinking and feeling?
7: Anya's a little charisma drunk on Cass's like, you've got this girl. Mm. And she like feels really warm and excited for the first time in quite some time. And as she's about to take that step into the tunnel, she looks back at Cass and she's like, I love Cass.
4: Ew. (gasps) Ew. (gasps) Oh, dynamics
7: are
8: shifting. Riley, what is Cassandra Kasternak thinking and feeling crown upon her head?
0: So Cass has been through a lot. She is still on ecstasy, so <laughs> feeling pretty great, frankly. There was, like, a whole thing with Christina that's still, like, she hasn't had time to process, so it's, like, still kind of blurry in her memory, but ultimately, she's standing here feeling very good with a crown on her head, and Anya's, like, looking back at her with this look of adoration, mm. so she feels like she is exactly where she's supposed to be.
8: Amazing. Amazing. Until next time, I'm Valen Shore. I'm Allison Zadat. This was another episode of
0: RHO D. Thanks for listening to Real Housewives of Dungeons and Dragons. Want more RHO DD? Head on over to patreon.com slash housewives of D&D for exclusive bonus content like full length video versions of our episodes, our bi weekly behind the scenes podcast, Here's What Happened, access to our RHO DD Discord mansion, monthly live events, ad free episodes, and so much more. Patreon.com slash housewives of D&D. Our DMs are Valen Shore and Allison Zada, and our players are Riley Rose Critchlow, Elizabeth Ho, Liz Jenkins, Kosha Patel, and Nicole Wyland. Original music by Valen Shore and sound design by W. Alex Reeves. RHO D&D is a joint production of Hags Media and Pacey's Creek and is not affiliated with Bravo
1: or Wizards of the Coast.
3: the cat